0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one holy page of Talmud a day. As we near the end of Tractate Eruvin, the rabbis ask a question that those of us who are uh, sort of newer to observance might have stopped to ask ourselves at one point or another, which is this Why don't we wear tefillin on Shabbat? Why not wrap those leather straps? Unfortunately, translated into English as phylacteries, which is a word I've never loved, on our holiest day. And here's how the question appears in today's stuff, Aruvin 96. Since the topic of phylacteries was discussed, the Gemara continues to explore this issue. Whom did you hear who said that Shabbat is a fit time for donning phylacteries? It is Rabbi Akiva, as it was taught in a baraita with regard to the end of the section in the Torah beginning with Sanctify all firstborns to me, Exodus 13, 2, which deals with the mitzvot of the Paschal Lamb and phylacteries. And you shall observe this ordinance in its season from year to year, which indicates that these mitzvot apply during the days, yamim, and not during the nights. Furthermore, the letter mem in premier, meyamim, teaches, but not on all days. This excludes Shabbat and festivals on which phylacteries are not worn. This is the statement of Rabbi Yossi Hagelili, And when I am confronted with a statement from Rabbi Yossi Haglili that I don't fully understand, I summon my friend and teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin, to explain it to me. Hello. Liel, what a joy to be speaking with you today. And
1: it's funny you mentioned how poor the translation of tefillin is. You should know there's a marvelous exchange between the Lubavitcher Rebbe and one of his friends and, and, dare I say, students, Rabbi Yitzhak Huttner, where they both lament the fact that phylacteries is one of those words that makes the actual word even more confusing. <laughs> right. like the, the translation does nothing for you. I would put like tabernacle on there. There's like a couple words
0: that when you translate it, it just makes it worse. Yeah, you hope you'll never catch, like, oh, I hope I don't get phylacteries from staying in the pool (laughs) too long. If
1: you have phylacteries for more than six days in a row, please (laughs) see a doctor. Like, it's it's just not a great word. But what the Talmud is saying here is actually something quite moving and quite powerful. The Talmud on page 96a cites two different approaches for why tefillin—and allow me to use the the kind of uh, biblical word—why tefillin are not worn on Shabbos. One approach, which you just read, basically says that the verse, when talking about tefillin, says that it should be worn on some of the days, definitely not all of the days, and it just kind of chose Shabbos. Another approach says that Shabbos is described as an os, as a symbol, and tefillin are described as an os, a symbol. Os, the Hebrew word for symbol. So that's why on Shabbos, it's extraneous to have to wear a second os. But I'm actually quite moved by the first approach that you just read, which is saying that Tefillin, as valuable as they are, as powerful as they are, should not be worn every single day. And the question is, like, why is Tefillin, if it's such an important part of our religious experience, of our praying experience, why are tefillin something that shouldn't be worn all the time? It's not like the second approach, which says that there's something extraneous specific to Shabbos. And I think the message is something that I always think about on Mother's Day. I remember that when I would speak to, you know, when I was a kid, my young religious teachers, some of them would kind of, you know, say every day is Mother's Day. It's not important to have a special day because every day is, is Mother's Day. And I think what this is saying is that if a sign is always there, it's never there. If fill in our worn every single day and never taken off, you're never going to have the moment where putting them back on reminds you of its presence and its symbolism. And I think it tells us something very important about relationships and the symbols that we have to dignify and concretize those relationships. If something is always there, it's going to eventually be taken for granted. I had a conversation with a mentor of mine named Rabbi Moshe Benevitz. He's a sports radio junkie. And he said, he was listening to sports radio, and on sports radio it said that you're always a rookie until your first off season. Part of the season, part of what it means to become a real member of the game, it's not just your first season, it's also the off season. And part of the symbolism and the majesty of Tefillin isn't just the moments when you're wearing it. It's also the moment in their absence and then putting them back on. And having those days and moments where we're not obligated to wear tefillin is a reminder that we need to reinfuse our symbols and the commitments so we don't forget what they represent. And it's not just about tefillin. I think this is something that is an important reminder in all of our commitments and symbols and rituals that we have in our
0: lives amen to that and may we never lose sight of this insight and may we always have that feeling that those of us particularly those of us i think who are newer to this mitzvah feel when it's sunday morning again and it's time to reunite with something that has become so meaningful in your life rabbi david beshevkin thank you so much my absolute pleasure This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.